What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is February 21st, and I'm going to be talking for a long time today. Um, I haven't done a true basketball update in about two weeks. I wanted to say thank you to everyone that listened and um, appreciated the last episode that I did. Or if you didn't appreciate it, I don't really care. Um, Thank you for listening. If you did, I'm not going to apologize for not talking about basketball. Like I said on the last episode, that's what I was thinking about at the time, and I couldn't really uh, bring myself to even care about basketball last last week. So um, I was happy that I did that episode, and I'm satisfied with it. And, you know, basketball didn't really matter that much. Last week, it doesn't really matter that much at all, does it? Does basketball matter? Should I be talking about basketball right now? Should I ever talk about it again? What if I did another episode where I just didn't talk about it at all? Didn't talk about it. Just talked about whether basketball mattered or not. Um, I think it matters most of the time. Last week, it didn't feel like it did, so um, I didn't talk about it last week. But uh, I think that... Like I said in the last episode, I think sports does a good job of healing people. I think that Michigan State canceling against Minnesota and then their next game was against Michigan was kind of um, therapeutic in a way, I guess. I don't know why. I don't know why. It just felt like playing – I think that them playing a home game would have been a little much for them, especially the first week, just emotionally – for um, anybody, actually, but anyone, especially kids that are in college that just dealt with something that crazy. So having a road game was good, and having it at Michigan was even better because I think that everybody, everyone, um, not appreciates, but understands the magnitude of what happened last week. But I think that specifically, and again, this is me coming from Michigan, growing up in Michigan, I think that people from the state had an even bigger connection to what happened. So them playing at Michigan, I think that that was a very uh, good healing experience for the team, for the program, for the state, um, for basketball in general. I think that if uh, you ask Tom Izzo about it or if you ask any of the players about it in the future, they will say that that was probably the best place that they could have been. Um for, for that experience, I guess. Uh, unfortunately for them, they didn't win the game, but uh, that, that was kind of secondary that night, um, and we'll talk about that in just a second. I'm going to do a little bit of a longer episode because I haven't talked about basketball in so long, and it's definitely for no other reason than that. It's definitely not because one of my best friends who listens to the podcast um said that he's been commuting a lot commuting a lot lately if i could talk that'd be great and uh said that my episodes were too short he actually said that my episodes were so short he barely gets out of the driveway before i'm done with the episode so you know what i'm gonna do a long episode i'm gonna get his ass all the way to work today talking about big 10 basketball so strap in Put your seatbelts on and get ready for a long drive of Big Ten basketball. I say that. I'll probably be done in like 10 minutes. (coughs) Excuse me. A couple things. On Twitter, 
yesterday I started doing the uh, if the season ended today bracket. And that is really exciting because, believe it or not, the season is going to end soon. We are 15 days away from the Big Ten tournament. I will be in Chicago with the friend that I was just talking about and another guy. Another, a third person. All three of us are going to the Big Ten tournament. And we are going to enjoy at least 12 games of Division I basketball played by teams that are relatively closely located to each other in the Midwest. Uh, We're going to the Big Ten tournament. It's going to be a good time. I cannot wait. I cannot wait so much that I've spent some time working on what I what the bracket's going to look like. And I'm going to do a daily update on that. I just posted the one for today. I'm going to discuss that. Um, But I'm really excited about this. If you are listening to this episode or if you're following on Twitter and you just somehow figure out that I'm going to be at the Big Ten Tournament, great. I'd love to see you. I I don't really care if I meet you or not, but that'd be cool too, If you, especially if you're a listener um, and you're at the Big Ten Tournament. Try to find me. I'm not going to tell you exactly where I'm sitting, but I'll be in the stadium. <laughs> You'll see from my photos that I post that day where I'm sitting, and then you can come find me. And uh, that would be really cool um, if anyone else is there. I hope I hope everyone that's listening to this is there. It's going to be a great week. I'm going up on Wednesday. I'm not flying up until the right before the first games. Um, and we'll watch a couple of pretty bad games probably on Wednesday. Hopefully they're good games, but the four worst teams in the Big Ten will be playing on Wednesday. And then obviously Thursday and Friday, that's when it really gets popping off. There's four games. It's going to be really exciting. Teams are going to be playing for a chance to be in the NCAA tournament. Teams are going to be upset. There's going to be buzzer beaters, I hope. There always is, it seems like. And uh, it's just going to be such a fun time. You know, Chicago's a great city. There's going to be some good food. Some drinks, of course. <laughs> don't don't get it twisted. There's going to be some drinks as well. I hope they're serving drinks. they got to serve drink drinks in the stadium, right? I mean, that's where the uh, Bulls play. It's a professional stadium. They don't change the rules just because college teams are playing, right? Um, lots of, lots of beer is going to be drank at this, uh, Big Ten tournament. Lots of incoherent tweets are going to be taken, possibly some videos as well. It's going to be, I just cannot wait. Um, I just can't wait. Basketball, I've been saying it for months, is my favorite sport. And the Big Ten is my favorite teams to watch. So watching them play a tournament is, I don't even, I can't put it into words how excited I am. Is it because I'm going to be away from my family for four days? Maybe that's just the only reason why. I don't know. But also hanging out with some buds, drinking some buds, watching some buds play basketball. That's going to help as well. I cannot wait. All right. Enough about how excited I am. Um, Here's what the tournament looks like right now, folks. We're going to have Ohio State and Nebraska play first. This is if the season ended today, which sounds like a crazy thing to say, but a couple years ago, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I still remember that day. Okay, let me, let, let's do story time real quick. I, the Big Ten tournament is one of my favorite things to watch on TV. That's why I'm so excited to go to it. 
two years ago when COVID happened, literally I had like taken the day off from work and a couple of days actually, I was sitting on the couch. I had just, my kids were still like young, so they weren't in school yet. But for whatever reason, I can't remember. I think they were just taking a nap at that time. The twins were taking a nap. My oldest uh, kid was at school. And I just put my twins down for a nap. I sit down. I have lunch. I have a drink. I'm watching Michigan versus, I can't remember who they were playing at that time, warm up. They were going to be the first game because they had a really low seed that year. And I'm watching them warm up. There's, on the other channel, the Big East is, like, literally playing. They're at halftime. And I'm watching that, and I'm getting ready to watch the Big Ten tournament. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. There's, like, four days of Big Ten basketball. This is amazing. I can't wait. And then they go back in the locker room and cancel it. (laughs) To say that I was pissed off is the understatement of the century. I was irate that they canceled the tournament. I was even more mad. I was actually more mad about the Big Ten tournament because I was so poised to watch it, and it they were warming up. The game was about to start but when they canceled it, which in retrospect was so ridiculous because everyone would have been fine, I'm sure. Um, But I was also mad they canceled the uh, NCAA tournament. So uh, anyways, that all being said, if the season ended today, This is how the bracket would look Um, going into Chicago. We would have Ohio State playing Nebraska. And Nebraska probably winning that game. Did I do that right? Nebraska is the 12 seed. Ohio State is so down bad right now. It's ridiculous. I need to look at this real quick. I, I heard a stat. I heard a stat. I'm sorry. I was reading a reply to a tweet um, about how many games they've lost in a row lately. Let's look at this real quick. Let's look at this together, folks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then they won one. Nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. 13 out of their last 14 games they have lost. If you take away that buzzer beater when they beat Rutgers somehow, if you take that away, what's their record in the Big Ten? Two and fourteen. If you take that away, but they got that buzzer beater. They're three and thirteen. They're bad, and I don't understand why they're so bad. They got Justice Suing, they got Zed Key, they got the guy with the long dreads who's fun to watch because his hair's flopping all over the place. I love that guy. I forgot what his name was. Is that Thornton? I'm going to be doing a lot of looking stuff up today because I can. Because I said I'm going to do a long episode. And y'all are going to sit here and take it. Bruce Thornton. I don't know. They don't have a photo of him on CBS. I don't think it's Thornton. I think it's somebody else. But anyways, I like Nebraska in that matchup. You know? Um, And then the other game that night is going to be Minnesota and Penn State. My friend Wally, shout out to Wally. Wally asked me um, this morning. By the way, it is nine o'clock. I have not been drinking yet. Um, talk about drinking a lot. I actually haven't been drinking a lot at all lately. It's been like a month, pretty much. I think I've drank like twice. 
um, kind of on the wagon right now. I'm just a little hyper right now talking about the Big Ten tournament. Uh, but my buddy Wally, getting back to that, he's the other guy that's coming with us. I'm just going to put him out there. It's Brad, it's Wally, and it's Kent. That's me, by the way. We're the three, the three musketeers that are heading into Chicago to watch all these games. All right. Wally asked me uh, this morning, and Brad, on the group text, he said, is Minnesota going to win a second Big Ten game? And I said no immediately. Didn't even check their schedule because I just don't see them winning ever again. Ever. Like, I don't think they're ever going to win another basketball game ever in the history of time. Um, let's look at the rest of their schedule, though. They got Maryland at Maryland at Nebraska at back at home against Rutgers and Wisconsin to finish the year. I could see them beating Wisconsin to finish the year because Wisconsin sucks. Sorry, Wisconsin. They suck, though. Sorry. They could beat Wisconsin, but other than that, they're not going to win another game. That's their last shot. That is their last shot. Who was the football team this year that couldn't win a second game? Man, that was months ago now, and I can't remember. Was it... I'm looking at all the teams right now. It was Northwestern. So good thing they're having a good basketball season. All right, so it would be, uh, let's recap that Wednesday, the Wednesday slate there. It would be Ohio State, Nebraska, and then Minnesota and Penn State if the season ended today. The 8-9 game on Thursday would be Michigan State versus Rutgers, and boy, what a game that would be. A couple of great defensive teams, a couple of decent offensive teams, and some really good coaches going up against each other on Thursday to start the day. What a great matchup that would be. Michigan State versus Rutgers with a chance to play Purdue in the next round. Fantastic. Top of the bracket's looking great. I kind of hope it stays like that right there. The 8-9 game, Michigan State versus Rutgers. And then uh, Maryland would be your five seed. They would play the winner of Ohio State and Nebraska. So I'm going to say that they're going to play Nebraska. And then Maryland versus Nebraska would go on to play the four seed, which is Iowa right now. Um, at the bottom of the bracket, you have Wisconsin versus Illinois. Gross. Illinois is the, the worst team to try to pick games against. I picked them last night, minus 13 and a half. They're up by 12, like, with basically the whole second half to go, and they win by nine. You can't figure them out. And then I guarantee the next game I'll pick whoever they're playing their next game. I don't even know who it is. I'm going to look it up, though. Let's look up Nebraska, or I'm sorry, uh, Illinois real quick. Their next game is against Northwestern. I'll pick Northwestern, and Illinois is probably going to blow them out. Watch. Speaking of Northwestern, uh, Illinois and Wisconsin, the winner will play Northwestern if the season ended today. And then Michigan gets the winner of Minnesota, Penn State. And whoever wins that, which is probably going to be Penn State, whoever wins Michigan and Penn State will play the three-seed Indiana. Again, this is all if the season ended today. It's hard to keep track of all that on a podcast. So what I recommend is that you go follow Casual Big Ten on Twitter. Take a look at the photo because the photo looks good, guys. I spent some quality time on it. Take a look at the photo and say, wow, I like my team's draw or, oh shit, we're about to get our buns beat in. Don't like that draw. Why do we have to play Purdue in the second round if you're a Rutgers fan? Don't worry about it, Rutgers. You're probably going to lose to Michigan State anyways. So don't even worry about it. Tough draw. Tough draw for the eight seed right there. 
eight and nine has a tough draw because I got to play the the one seed in the next round. That's tough. That is tough. But you know what? That's the way the cookie crumbles. And uh, that's how it's gonna go. I'm still like kind of reading replies to the like the tweets that I just got for this uh, bracket that I posted right before I started um, podcasting here. Also yesterday, I did a uh, my favorite players in the Big Ten. It's late enough in the year now where I think I have decided who my favorite player for each team was. So um, in an effort to do a long podcast today, I'm going to go through and I'm going to list all of those players as well and tell you why I like them or why I picked them. I'm going to make it quick, though. Don't worry. We're going to get to the basketball stuff here in a minute. We'll talk about the matchups. We'll talk about the standings. Um, I'm trying to get to my profile, and I can't figure out how to do it on my computer. That's me. Go to my profile, though can't figure it out oh here we go i had to go to the top all right so i made a thread yesterday with my favorite big 10 players and i kind of did it in order of how the um how the big 10 website had them listed as far as the standings even though that's not the correct listing i found out the other day that was the other thing about the bracket i posted the bracket three times yesterday because originally i had the graphic done and i just kind of messed up on where I actually had Indiana and Maryland in the right spot, but I had their numbers wrong. So I was supposed to switch their numbers around. I had the four seed on the uh, on the bottom, and it was supposed to be up at the top because the four ends up playing the one before they get to the championship. Anyways, um, and then I had somebody, I, sh- I shouted him out on Twitter already, but his name is uh, NJ Bracketology on Twitter. He showed me a website where you can input who won and lost or who you think's going to even win and lose in the future for the Big Ten. And it'll spit out uh, what the bracket will look like. And it'll actually also explain to you why uh, one team won the tiebreaker or not. Really great website. You can dig through my tweets from yesterday and find it. If you're as obsessed with the Big Ten tournament as I am, uh, you can actually do some predictive brackets, which I did probably 70 of them yesterday because I'm a loser, Um, just based on what could happen uh, these final two weeks of the season. Anyways, my favorite players, real quick, I'm going to bust through this. Purdue is a hard team to pick because they have a, a lot of unlikable guys. I'm not going to lie. Um, but my favorite player for Purdue, though, and I think he's very underrated, is Caleb First. Obviously, Zach Eady is the player of the year. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows uh, Fletcher Lawyer is playing really good. And everyone loves Braden Smith. I hate him, though. I don't know why. There's something about his face I don't like. Um but Caleb first is my favorite player. I think he's underrated, and I think that he's really what he's the straw that stirs the drink for Purdue. I think because when Edie's getting double teamed, he's going to be open, and I just think he's really good. I think he's decent defensively, and I think he can score it really well. For Northwestern, it's Chase Audis for obvious reasons. He's awesome, great, great guard. He can score it. He can do everything on the court. Um, that goes without saying. He'd be on my like all Big Ten team, I think. Um, for Indiana, I love Trace Jackson Davis, but the reason why I picked Jalen Hood Shafino is because I'm actually jealous of his game. There's certain guys that I watch play, and I just wish I could play like them. Um, Jalen Hood Shafino is one of them, and I have another guy on this list coming up that I'm also very envious of just the way that – it sounds weird to say, but just the way that they move and how – 
fluid they are on the court. And my game was always very choppy. And I, I mean, I was terrible at basketball, but um, I always looked awkward on the court and my movement was never fluid. And like, that's the way the game ba- of basketball should be. It should be like poetry in motion. And mine kind of looked like a bull in the china shop. Um, so when I see guys that are very smooth and have good finishing skills and they have, uh, that sounded weird, but, and they have a really good form. And I know that sounds really weird to be like watching college kids' bodies like that. That's kind of creepy actually. But um, Jalen hood Shafino is very smooth and I'm jealous of the way that he plays the game. And I wish I could play like that. So that's why I picked him. Um, Jameer Young's just a baller. He's a, he reminds me of, he's got the mentality of like a Russ Westbrook where he's got that killer instinct and he's my favorite player for Maryland. That's all I'm going to say about him. I picked Tony Perkins from Iowa because I don't like a lot of Iowa players either. I think it started years ago when there was other guys that there's certain guys that like, like I said, they either have a weird face or the way that they play is kind of weird. Um, and Iowa has a lot of those guys right now. I'm trying to think of the one guy's name. What was it? Stanford. Stanford. I, I can't stand him. I can't stand for him. I can't stand for him, and I can't stand Stanford. Stanford, whatever his name is. Peyton. I've never liked Peyton's. I don't like Peyton Manning, and I don't like Peyton Stanford. And the reason I don't like Peyton Manning is because he teabagged an athletic trainer while he was at Tennessee. And people forget about that. And, you know, Deshaun Watson's getting a lot of flack for what he did or didn't do. Peyton Manning actually did that, guys. I don't know why I'm getting off on a tangent here, but there's a big story about it. You guys should do some research about him before you go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and take a picture next to his uh, Hall of Fame bust. Uh, But I don't like Peyton. I don't like... uh, some of the other guys that are on Iowa. I like Tony Perkins' game. Um, There's a couple guys in the Big Ten that are really underrated that I like the way they play just because of how competitive they are, and I think Tony Perkins is one of them. For Rutgers, it's Cliff. I don't know how to say his last name still. Omoriari. I'll never figure it out. I'm never going to learn it. And um, I'm just going to call him uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. He's cool. He's got cool hair. He's, he wears a cool number. He's number 11, and he's a, like center. Um, he blocks a lot of shots, and uh, he plays really good defensively. I just like Clifford. He's cool. He's cool. He's like – and when I say that I like these guys, these are the type of guys that like when you're playing against them, if they're the ones that like are the reason you lost, you're not mad about it basically. That's basically what I'm saying. Uh, for Michigan is Kobe Bufkin. Um, he's another guy that I kind of envy how he plays. He's very touch-and-go with his scoring. Um, He had a really good game against Michigan State. But when you look at some of the other guys on Michigan, they're so hateable. Hunter Dickinson's such a douchebag. And some of the other guys, like Will Cheddar's pretty cool. Um, I mean, who else is there? Doug McDaniel, the new point guard for them. He's all right. But uh, not a lot of guys to like on Michigan, to be honest, from like a – you're cheering for them even if they're not your team type type of standpoint. Uh, but Kobe is one of them. I think Kobe's really cool. Uh, Matthew Mayer for Illinois. I picked him because I feel like everyone hates him. I did it for the exact opposite reason that I picked Kobe Bufkin. <laughs> He's such a hateable guy that it's kind of 
it's kind of charming, I guess. I don't know how you would even describe it. Uh, everyone hates him so much, and he's so good. He's such a good basketball player. That's the difference between, like, I think Hunter Dickinson's good, too. I was just talking about Michigan, but, like, Hunter Dickinson is so cocky, and he's not playing up to what his mouth is saying, I feel like. Matthew Mayer, he's kind of cocky, and he's better than what he's, like, he's better than his shit talk, basically, is what I'm trying to get at. Um, And then... Illinois, again, they're another team that, like, I just can't find a ton of likable guys on their team. Like, they have a few, but, like, who are you going to pick? R.J. Melendez? I'm not picking him. Coleman Hawkins? No one likes him. I'm sorry, Coleman? You just, like I said, there's just certain guys when you look at them, you either like them or you don't. Uh, For Michigan State, I've been talking about this guy all year. It's Tyson Walker. He's one of my favorite players to watch. He's great. I wish I could play like him. I'll never be able to. But, uh, you know, he's a great basketball player. I love watching him play, and he's my favorite player on their team. Uh, Penn State, it's obviously Jalen Pickett. He's my favorite player in the league right now, so I'm not going to pick anybody other than him. There's nothing else to say about him. He's great. I am really sad about how their season is going, though, because I feel bad for him. He doesn't have enough help. Uh, for Wisconsin, I got really close to leaving this one blank because they don't have anyone that I like, really. I only picked Jordan Davis because I knew who his brother was, and he's really not that good, so he's like kind of harmless. Um, I, I couldn't find anybody for Wisconsin that I liked. I'm being dead serious right now. There's no one on that team that I like. I, I just don't. I don't like Wisconsin this year. I don't like any of their players. I don't like the way that they play. I've talked about this many times. I don't like their coach. I don't like the way that they play. Um, I don't like the. I don't like anything about them. I just don't. So, uh, Jordan Davis, I guess, is the least likable guy on their team, and uh, that's why I picked him. Uh, a couple more teams left. I got Nebraska. I picked Sam Griesel. Um, I got some flack from Wally about this one as well because. He said I should have picked Wally's favorite player. What's his last name again? <laughs> I don't know how to say his last name. To be honest, I really don't know how to say his first name. I I've never I've never had to say his name. Oh my god, I'm not even going to try. I'm not even going to try his first name. Tomingia? Did I say that already? Tomingia <laughs> Tamanaga? I don't know how to say his name. Um, he is the I'm I'm uh, how am I say it? He's the guard for Nebraska. That's having a really good season right now, and he's had a couple of games in a row where he's scored twenty points in a row. He's the left-handed guard for Nebraska, and uh, he's not my favorite player though. I think Sam. I I really don't know how to pronounce. I'm realizing that I'm watching all these players. And I just described them as, like, number five for Nebraska. Sam Griesel for Nebraska. He's a walking bucket. He's basically their best player. And, uh, like I said, when it's someone that is the best player on one of the worst teams, you really can't pick against them on that. Um, Where did my tweet go? Okay. Uh, I picked Justice Suing for Ohio State. He's probably the only one that has a shot to play in the NBA for them. 
at this point. They're having such a bad year. It's hard to pick anyone. And then for Minnesota, that you know they have a couple of guys. They have uh they have Dawson Garcia and they have God, the other guy's name is escaping me right now. I'm so bad at names. Jameson Battle. That's his name. Uh, but I picked Taylon Cooper. He's number 55. He's a guard. That's cool. And uh, he's hit some big shots this year. He plays pretty hard. Uh, unfortunately for them, they're they're trash. So those are my best players. Or not my best players. Those are my favorite players on each of the teams in the Big Ten this year. And uh, I'm having a blast watching them play. All right. Let's get back to uh, some matchups here. So last night... We had uh, Minnesota. They lost to Illinois. Like I said, they lost that game by nine. I didn't watch it. I was playing Call of Duty last night because I'm trying to advance my ranking. Be honest with you, I was score tracking. And then Wally texted me and made it fun of me for taking Illinois minus 13. So thanks a lot for that. Made me feel really good about myself. I am freaking ice cold on the bets lately, by the way. I'm not running the Twitter account just for the bets. I just do it for fun. And I, I got to 100 wins before I got to 100 losses. That made me feel great. But then I got to 110 losses before I got to 110 wins. So that's not making me feel good. I think I've lost like, I'm like Ohio State when it comes to betting right now. I'm doing terrible. Um, Nebraska did beat Maryland the other night on Sunday in overtime. That was a good game. My Northwestern Wildcats won by 20 against Iowa the other day. And uh, Purdue blew out Ohio State because Ohio State is freaking trash. We've been talking about that the whole podcast. On Saturday, there was four games. Uh, of course, we already talked about Michigan um, and Michigan State in the nightcap. Emotional game for both teams. And then uh, Michigan, for once, played good down the stretch. They're terrible down the stretch, and they're really not good defensively. But they got enough stops to win that game. Penn State beat Minnesota. This is... Uh, not anything to celebrate anymore. When you beat Minnesota, it's nothing to write home about. You were supposed to beat them. In fact, looking back on it, Minnesota beating Ohio State earlier in the year, earlier in the year, also nothing to write home about. I mean, that's not even impressive for Minnesota. I remember they were celebrating in the locker room after that game. <laughs> they both suck. Um, Rutgers beat Wisconsin by one. And thank God for this because Wisconsin's been winning. Wisconsin and Iowa have been winning so many close games. It makes you mad as just a just a neutral observer that they don't ever drop any of those games. So I was cheering for Rutgers to win this game because I was tired of Wisconsin winning close games and they do, they didn't deserve. And uh, Rutgers won that one. Indiana beat Illinois by three also on Saturday. On Thursday last week, Maryland beat Purdue. This was an upset. This was when it looked like Purdue <laughs> was literally, no pun intended here, was off the rails. And for a second, it was like, is Northwestern about to mess around and win the conference? Probably not going to happen anymore, but um, pretty crazy nonetheless that uh, Purdue was, what did they lose? They lost like three or four, didn't they? I don't know. I'm not going to look that one up. Iowa, uh, Beat the piss out of Ohio State. Excuse my French. Um, Northwestern beat Indiana by two. This was a great game. Great game uh, on Wednesday night last week. Uh, if I'm remembering this game correctly, again, this was almost a week ago now. 
Northwestern was up big in the first half. If I'm if I'm remembering this right, Indiana charged back. I think they might have even took the lead for a minute. And then uh, Northwestern held on to get the victory. Great win for them. Um, keeps them in second place in the Big Ten. And then uh, we'll go all the way back to last Tuesday. Penn State beat Illinois by 12. Nebraska. Am I talking about Nebraska too much today? It feels like it. They beat Rutgers by 10. I do not remember that game. I have a hard time remembering what happened yesterday, but I definitely don't remember a week ago Nebraska beating Rutgers by 10. Um, Wisconsin beat, like I said, they keep winning these close games. They beat Michigan by 5 last Tuesday night. Looking forward to some of these games that are going to happen. What day is today? The 21st? Let's look at today. Oh, it's Michigan State and Indiana today. Michigan State is favored by about three. I was kind of shocked to see that because I think Indiana is better than them, but Michigan State's back at home. I still feel like it's going to be a semi-emotional. I could be wrong about this. I think it's going to be a semi-emotional atmosphere. And when I say I could be wrong, it could be a very emotional atmosphere because they're back at home for the first time since last week's uh, tragic events that unraveled. Um, The more I talk about that, I'm starting to think that this is actually going to be a big deal tonight. I haven't really thought much about it until just now, but this actually could be a big deal for them tonight. Maybe they should be favored by more. I don't know. Uh, We'll see. It's going to be a great game to watch. It's an 8 p.m. tip for me, so I love it. Love the night games. Uh, Tomorrow we got Minnesota and Maryland. Chalk it up, baby. Maryland's getting another dub. Minnesota's not winning again. Um, Wisconsin's playing Iowa. (laughs) That's funny. That's like... It's gonna that game is gonna be it's gonna be one to nothing. There's gonna be a free throw at the beginning. It's gonna be one to nothing. And then it's gonna be two to one. And then it's gonna be three to two. And then it's gonna be four to three. And then it's gonna be five to four. <laughs> that's how that's game. That game is gonna be back and forth. It's gonna it's gonna have a hundred lead changes. Watch. Oh man. At home, um, both these teams play close games. The The one interesting thing in this matchup, excuse me, is that, oh, man, I need some water. How long have I been talking for now? I said I was going to do Am I really going to do an hour? No way. It's only been 34 minutes. I'm not doing an hour, folks. I'm doing my best, though. Uh, the one thing I will say about this game, Iowa and Wisconsin, is that uh, the clash of Iowa's offense versus the shitty pace of play that Wisconsin plays at is going to be very interesting. Uh, who comes out on top? I think it'll be Iowa because I, I just I, I don't like basketball played like that. I don't know if I've made that clear or not. The only time you should be slowing it down is in the last five minutes of a game if you have a big lead, especially if you're about to upset somebody. If you're like, I don't think we can beat them if we keep playing at this pace then maybe slow it down. Even then, a lot of times I've seen teams try to slow it down at the end, and that's what messed them up because they didn't play the way they were playing the rest of the game. But I just hate that Wisconsin plays like that all the time. Uh, Thursday night, you got Ohio State at home against Penn State. Michigan going on the road against Rutgers. Northwestern versus Illinois. Um, And then on, I'll, I'll just stop there. I would really like to do another episode on Friday because... 
I haven't been doing double episodes like I promised at the beginning of the year. So I'm going to say that I'm definitely going to do another episode on Friday this week. Um, some other things to keep an eye on. It is that time of year. Oh, come here, computer. I'm trying to lean back. Microphone don't want to stretch this far. Come here. Why is this shit so tangled up right now? Um, can you guys hear me? All right. Um, it is the time of year. It's the best time of year. March is coming up. Um, one thing that I'm not getting into because, as Wally told me yesterday, Wally's got like five shout outs. I am not a bracketologist and I am not an expert. In fact, to his point in the text message yesterday, I'm basically just doing this podcast for the people that are in this text message, I guess, at this point. Um, I just learned like last week, I think I talked about this on the pod, actually, maybe, maybe I didn't. It was about a week or two ago, I learned how they calculate the net ratings and how they calculate quad one, two, three, and four wins. And it is one of the most confusing things that I've ever gotten involved in because I didn't realize that quad one wins can change to quad two or three by the end of the year. That was news to me this year as a 36-year-old man. I didn't I didn't know that. I probably should have known that. Um, and I also just didn't know how they figured out what's a quad one, two, three, four win. But now I do know that. Um, so I'm just now learning how they figure that out. And to be honest, I don't know how a lot of people are putting stock into like, oh, we got this many quad one wins. Who cares? I don't care. Maybe I should care more. I don't know. I guess what my point is, is that I'm not an expert on bracketology. I don't know how many wins Wisconsin needs to get into the tournament. Hopefully 10, because they're not going to get that, because I don't want to see them play in the tournament. Have I talked about how I don't like Wisconsin yet? Um, But basically what I'm trying to get at is I'm not going to discuss on my Twitter or on my podcast much about the NCAA tournament. Now, when we get to Chicago and we understand where people finished in the Big Ten and where people, what people need to do in the Big Ten tournament to actually get into the big dance, um, I might start discussing it a little bit more. But until then, I don't want to sit here and say, you know, well, if... I don't even know. Michigan wins one more game, then they could get into the NCAA tournament as long as they win one more game. If uh, if Iowa loses two more, they're in big trouble. They don't have enough quad one wins, sir. I don't. I'm not keeping track of all that. I just won't do it. I think that the top five teams that finish in the Big Ten should be in the Big Dance. And then after that, maybe three more teams, depending how they do, depending on how they do in the Big Ten tournament. That's kind of how I look at it. If you finished in the top five in the Big Ten this year, which I mean, I, sh- I say this year, it's kind of a down year for all of college basketball. If you finished in the top five in the Big Ten, though, it's a major conference. It's tough to play in. Um, I think that you should be in the NCAA tournament regardless of what they do in Chicago. And then I think that there should be three more teams. So, like, I would say, like, right now, for example, 
obviously Purdue, uh, Northwestern, Indiana are probably in at this point. I would say I say obviously, but we don't know how the season's going to end. Um, as it sits right now, the four and five seeds are Iowa and uh, Maryland. So I would say that those five would be in. And then I would say that from the rest of the conference, from Michigan State, Michigan, Rutgers, Illinois, and uh, who else is there? I guess Wisconsin's 10. Um, From those teams, three of them can get in based on how they do in the Big Ten tournament. For teams like Michigan State, I said I wasn't going to talk about the NCAA tournament. Here I am talking about it. For teams like Michigan State, obviously, if you compare a team like Michigan State to like uh, Wisconsin, Michigan State played a tougher schedule. Their strength of schedule is like top 10. I saw that yesterday. So obviously, um, some of the wins that they picked up are going to be better than what Wisconsin had. I don't even know what Wisconsin, who Wisconsin played this year. I'm assuming nobody. But if you're comparing like Michigan State to Wisconsin, for example, let's see who Wisconsin played. They played like South Dakota, Stanford, Green Bay, Dayton. Okay, they lost to Kansas in overtime. That was like a fluky game, though. USC, they beat. That's probably their best win, actually, this year. Besides the Big Ten teams. Um, Michigan State has a better strength of schedule. They have better wins. So, obviously, I'm not going to say that, okay, you got your top five. There's three more teams that get in. If Michigan State wins one game, they're probably going to get in out of the next three. So then you have six. So then you're left with Wisconsin, Maryland. So that's kind of the thing that I'm looking at right now is I'm going to wait till the end of the season, see where the standings are, and then I might dig a little bit deeper into like who everybody played um, and figure it out from there. But for right now, I'm not going to touch it, and uh, I'm going to leave it alone. I hope you guys enjoyed this extended episode of the Casual Big Ten Podcast. I know that I enjoyed making it. I love talking about basketball. I love talking shop. I love talking hoops. I can't wait. 15 more days, boys and girls, and I will be on a flight at this exact time, exactly 15 days from now. I will be on a flight with my pretty little booty, having a drink in my hand, ready to go party it up to watch Ohio State get their poop pushed in by Wisconsin in the second round of Big Ten tournament. It's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. I can't freaking wait. All right. Um, enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the games this week. I know that I will. Um, have a great week. Thank you for listening. If anyone listened to this whole episode, God bless your soul. And uh, we'll see you guys on Friday. Like I said, I'm going to try to do one on Friday this week. It's getting towards the end of the year. I need to start doing two a week, right? I might see you Friday. Maybe not, though. We'll see. All right. Have a good week.